0: Okay, so we're on page 161. We ran through, last week I wanted to uh, end off on a high, how the Shar Bittachon, Chavos Levavos teaches us how to deal with enemies. That's what we were on, page 161. So we'll review that very quickly, and then we'll, we'll try to get into it. This is probably going to be the last of the series where we were discussing Bittachon in a social sense. We've been discussing this for a long time. Right? Bittachon has the Yisodos. And then how to draw it into our life in every single way. Because Bittachan affects everything in our lives. We have to just speak it out, recognize it, and see how it flows, and then try to work on it. So we're really in the social sense for a long time. We worked with family. We worked on dealing with business partners and the like. And doing favors for people. And how to, how to live. How to um, act and react when we're dealing with other people, and let's say with favors, we said, you know, chidushim. You know, when you do a favor for somebody, you're never ever, according to betachan, you're never ever supposed to expect in any way even a thank you. You're never supposed to expect even a thank you. It's a chidush to us, but when we broke it down and we understood where everything's coming from, that we are shuluchim of a Kodesh Baruch for another person, that we are messengers for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to help other people, I'm just an Amazon Prime driver, right? So therefore, who am I to start demanding even a thank you from another person? Now, this goes against everything that we, that we know. We're taught, we have to say thank you, and then Mimela we're taught to expect thank yous. We're taught to have Hakarsa HaTov towards others, and therefore, we automatically expect that others will be Makar to us. Now, all those expectations were created by ourselves. No one ever taught you. In school, your parents or in school, they taught you, say thank you. They tell you, tafakar Satov. Did they really explain the sogya? Probably not. But those words, they, tell, they told you and you understood basically what that means. No one ever told you that when someone gives you something, you should expect and demand a thank you. That when you help somebody out time and time again, you should demand and expect a Hakar Nobody told you that. That was became a mela. Because if I'm being told to do that to somebody else, so then obviously they should be doing it to me. That's how the world works, right? It's it's a business partnership. And eh, that's not true if you want to live a happy life. That's not true if you want to live a tranquil life. Therefore, it's not true if you will live a life of bitachem. When you live a life of Bitachon, really, really with a alum, who we've been discussing for the past two weeks, we went back a little bit in time, not just to Bitachon, but to Emunah, and to avodas Hashem, and we'll discuss it again today, and then to Bitachon, which is the three gates of, Bita- of Chavos Elvavos, before we get to Shavos Elvavos. As we've been discussing those gates, and we've been, we've been opening up the Sugi a little bit more, which is very, very important, really we should go back to the beginning, <clears throat> However, we're, we're really settling down with, hopefully, again over time, that we are sent into this world. We are connected first and foremost and forever with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. First, foremost, and forever with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. He gives me life. He gives me everything I have. I am here to serve Him before anybody else. Before, right? When Adam comes into the world, before there's a Chava, before there's a Kain and a Nehevel, before there's a Shef, before there's a Moshe, for all that, it's Adam and a Kodesh Barucham. Alone. In recognition that there is a Creator and everything that I have is from Him. I am an Eber Hashem, I'm a Shlich, I'm sent into this world to live, to grow, to connect with people, to help people, to whatever. Sometimes we also hurt people. But we're sent into this world to be part of that situation. So we are have to always look at ourselves as shluchim, as messengers of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, therefore becoming, the word is impersonal. Impersonal. More often than we've ever thought about. Impersonal means it's, it's a little bit of a cold word. It's more objective than subjective. It's all similarities, right? It's all bechin is the same thing. That when I'm dealing with a person... So if I'm giving to this person, so it's personal. I'm giving him, there's a relationship. But when you, if you just leave it like that, well, then you take it personally, that's the way they say it, when he doesn't give back to you. Right? So that becomes the problem. And that's the breakdown of Bittachim. When we're dealing with other people, we should take it very personally. And we should love them and help them and be very emotional with them. Because my job, I'm a shlich, V'kadosh Baruch Hu, Towards my wife, towards my kids, towards my friends, towards whoever it is, and therefore to deal with them in the most appropriate, full way. That means mind, thinking about them in whatever way, being emotional with them in the way that they need. This person needs my love. This person needs my tough love. This person needs me to be angry at them if it's appropriate. This person needs rahmanas Each person, I have to deal with them emotionally, personally, according to my shalichas, how I'm connected to them, how Kaddish Baruch Hu wants me to deal with them. Yet when it's the other way around and someone's dealing with you, we have to, in some way, slowly, it takes time to understand the whole sugya, but to become a little bit more impersonal. Because it's a Kaddish Baruch Hu sending them to me. It's not this person as much as we think it is. When a person, deal, when I'm dealing with this person, so it's me and him. Just like I think, he thinks. Just like I have a Bechira, he has a Bechira. And therefore, if he does something against me, I have to be upset. I'm allowed to be upset. He, I'm taking it personally. Right? If I give to him, and I'm giving to him out of love, I'm giving to him out of mercy, I'm trying to help him in whatever way, and he does not respond in kind, how dare he? How can you not thank me? How can you not appreciate what I've done? This, is, this becomes a lot of issues that we live life with all the time. Mostly it just stays under the hood. You have a person who's vocal about it, but very often it doesn't, it doesn't come out. It stays in the mind and the heart. And we don't even realize how our relationships with... It could be ourself, spouse, children, friends, congregants are all... What's the word? Um not neutralized, are all, um, they're subject to, but it's a better word, subject to problems that we're not expressing. We're remote, we're upset, we, def- we are, I, need, I can't speak English anymore. We are, um, what? Prone. Not pro- we, there's a lot of tines that we have on people that we'll never say, that are just swishing around. And it, it creates a distance between people. And people don't even know that it's going on. The person himself doesn't even know what's going on. He doesn't realize. Because he thinks that's just that's the way it is. I'm allowed to be upset at him. I'll never say it because I'm a nice guy. That, that's the whole of that one, right? hmm? That's the license Yeah, there are mitzvahs against that. But let's say it's not as right. I don't know, you know, that so mitzvah. not on a level of hate, but I'm saying in what we're talking about, you're keeping it inside. Yeah, keeping it inside. Keep it inside. And, and, and it creates big problems creates big problems without you even knowing about it. Because you take everything personally. So now, let's, let's, let's get back into our study. We're going to go to an extreme case dealing with enemies. A person who's trying to harm you. Right? We're going to see how the Chovas of Avos, teaches us how to deal in that situation. And if we have to deal in a certain way with enemies, then we can learn from there everybody who's not as... I don't know what the f- verb of enemy is. Mm. As bad us. Is there a verb for enemy? <laughs> yeah. Whatever. A as, verb? A verb for the word enemy. That's a verb. You know? a <laughs> verb. Okay, go back to the maple leaves. Let's learn. Let's learn and we'll see. But this, you know, we keep talking about how Bitochan really, it, it enters into every aspect of our life. And we have to let it. We have to always be thinking Bitochan first. Because Bit- connects to Avodah Hashem. Avodah Hashem is Hamunah. How could you not be thinking about this all the time? And this is going to help us live a life of simcha, live a life of tranquility, even, especially when things aren't going our way. Okay. So we learned, on page 161, 162, 163, about a sugyu where you have a person who is trying to do bad to you. Clear. He is trying to harm you. I don't know if it's physical, it doesn't say Sounds not like physical. It sounds more he's like trying to harm your money, trying to sh- shame you, he's trying to get you in trouble, embarrass you maybe. Let's go more in the emotional sense, okay? Not the physical sense. It could be that also, but I don't want to go there right now. Says the Chavos of Avos, I will read to you the English on page 161, however, with regard to matters pertaining to his enemies, those who covet his possessions, if a person who clearly is jealous of you, he wants your stuff, and he's trying to get your stuff. And those who seek to do bad with him. This person is trying to hurt you. He should rely on the Creator, may he be exalted. talking. What does that look like? Let's see what that looks like. He should tolerate when they embarrass him. What does it mean tolerate when they embarrass him? Keep quiet. Don't yell back. Don't take revenge. Tolerate it. Stay. Stay at peace as much as you can. Tolerate it. Be so it. And he should not take retribution from them according to their misdeeds. Let them do whatever they want. Let them do it. Don't take any, don't, don't try to stop, don't take retribution. Don't do payback. You can protect yourself if you can. Protect it, of course. Protect yourself, of course you can. Rather he, now, not only should you not be embarrassed, you should tolerate him. Not only that. Rather, he should repay them with kindness. This guy is clearly trying to harm you. He says it. Hey buddy, I'm going to try to harm you right now. And the Chavah says, tolerate him and do him kindness. So he says, page one, six, one on 1 the bottom, rather he should repay them with kindness and do for them any good that he's able to do for them. Wow. That is so intense. Can you imagine such a thing? Why not? Maybe more so.
1: Why not?
0: Why not? it's not about this. About about the, um, let, uh, uh, so let's go let's keep going B'tochon doesn't yeah. uh, differentiate necessarily he should remember that ultimately any benefit that he receives and all harm that comes from him is in the hands of the creator just, just calm down calm down if they cause him harm now they actually cause you harm before they tried to Now this person actually caused you harm. He damaged your money, your house, whatever, your name. He should think good about them. This person legitimately damaged you in some way, and you should think good about them. And he should suspect that it is himself and his previous misdeeds towards God. You should take credit. You should take the blame for this whole situation. This is crazy, no? I, you know, up until now, it sounded normal. It's great, but this is... Messy. Maybe we should just rip these pages out. Can we do that? Do they do that on farm? If you don't like something, you just like rip it out? Not only that, you should daven and beg a Kaddish Baruchah for forgiveness. So this person hurt you, damaged you, you take the blame, and you ask forgiveness because you did something wrong, even though you got harmed. Sounds like the most opposite illogical, crazy way of reacting if your person who just reads this for the first time and has no prior knowledge of Bitochim, it sounds crazy. Imagine telling this to somebody. He'll say, okay, I get it. In the world of Musr, you know, a person should be above, he should control himself. But this is, this is even in the world of Musr. this is pretty, this is pretty uh, should look to do good to him? The world of Musr might say tolerate him, calm down, you know, God's in, God's in charge. But to look to do kindness to this person, we all understand that this is, of course, ms lamita. So we have to figure out how, how to see this properly. Because what is the person thinking in his head? Right, the classic thoughts. How am I going to do this guy chesed? Who's going to teach this guy a lesson? Someone's got to teach him a lesson. I mean, fine. You want me to you want me to tolerate? I could tolerate it a little bit, but someone's got to teach him a lesson. Qadosh Baruch will teach him. But you can imagine, just imagine the last time someone did something to harm you or tried to harm you, which is unfortunately more often than we'd like. And I want to just bring in that if whatever we're going to say by the enemies, this is what I was saying before, and we're giving them off, clearly, anybody who harms us and damages Beshogig, right? A friend, he didn't mean to, but, but he harmed you. A family member, spouse, children, if we take hits from other people, so if we, deal, if we have to deal, if we're being told to deal with an enemy who hates your guts, who's trying to and does harm you, and we have to deal with them in the most positive, optimistic, good way, then Kol Shekain, Sheva Kol Shekain, everybody else who might damage us or we might be bothered by along the way. True? So whatever we learn now, hopefully we never have to deal with enemies... But we certainly can take whatever we learn to all the rest of our life that we will do have to deal with and the people we have to deal with. <clears throat> so when a person, when we, when, we, when we generally learn, you know, you learn this quickly. Someone who, who's not, you know, been going to like 85 Shirim. So when you read this quickly, you see a problem and then you see a way to act, right? There's, there's a guy trying to harm me. There's a person who did harm me. And the Chobas is teaching me, this is how you should act. According to the this is how you should act. And that's what most people see. And that's why most people are bothered. He's trying to harm me and I'm supposed to do good to him, think good, be proactively, kind. How does that make sense? But we're missing an entire, if you learn it like that, then you're missing the whole point. You're missing the whole point of the Sefer and you're missing a lot that's the MS. Because before he said anything, and I read it quickly, but everybody heard it, but I emphasized the difficult parts purposely because that's what our mind does. I'm supposed to do good? I'm supposed to help this person? right? That's how our, that's how our mind thinks. Because there are thoughts, well, you know, a Kaddish Baruch will probably you know, decide to do it, but I'm supposed to do him good? Right? The Amunah is like very low. The Amunah we're talking about is like a very low voice. And the emotional response is very loud. Emotions are always louder than logic. That's why we act emotionally. We don't always act logically, correct? Right? If we would act logically all the time, we wouldn't be here right now. Everything would be perfect. But our emotion is, is screaming all the time. It wants to take a stick and smash it against a crossbar or something. I didn't hear the myself, but... I didn't, that, the, emotions are always... Listening? Louder than logic. your intellect, your logic. Logic, logic. They're much louder, right? And, right, the more angry you are, the louder it is. The more, if this is illogical, the louder it is. You go, you go to a shir, Rebbe's saying a shir, let's say, and someone's ups- someone doesn't like what he says. So like, they're really bothered by it. They can't even hear anything he's saying anymore. The second he says something that he, this person doesn't like, they, they, that's it, It's game over. Because now all they hear in their ears is, that's crazy, how could he say such a thing? I don't, how could it be? H- this doesn't make any sense. He doesn't even, he's not even listening. Because the next five words could have been the answer to his question, but he's, it's, it's game over. Once you're emotional, that's all you hear. All the logic, like, "Hey, buddy, just calm down. Just like, okay, I know you're bothered. Relax. Let's let's like the person in the back. You know, the person in the back of the chair sees this person getting all riled up, and, he, and you whisper to them, buddy, just just listen. Just relax.' Wait. Right? That's like the or R'Tov. Guy can't. He can't. He can't. He can't calm down anymore. It's over. He and he lost all shear. He can't hear anything. No intellect. No logic can come into his ears. So when we're dealing with Emotional situations. People harming you. That, I mean, there's, you can't get much more emotional than that. Much more personal than that. Right? Personal, like we discussed in the Hagdama, when things get personal, they get emotional. Hand in hand. Personal means emotional. Impersonal, as we'll get back to, impersonal means we are pulling back from the emotions a little bit. We're distancing ourselves from that person, personally, We're distancing ourselves, we're we're lowering the emotions, we're allowing other things to flow. But when I read this, and I was trying to read it a little bit louder, like we hear in our head, I read through some parts very quietly. I said them, but I read them quickly. Let's start again. Page 161. However, with regard to matters pertaining to his enemies, those who covet his possessions, and those who seek to do bad with him, he should... Rely on the Creator, may He be exalted. First you have to work on bitachin. This That line is bitachim. So let's stop for a second. Right? The emotional person who doesn't have bitachim, he quickly runs to the next line. Okay, great, I got bitachin, But this guy harmed me. Let's see what the Chavah says. And then the Chavah says, do kind to him. And then he goes crazy. But what does it mean to rely on the Creator? Right, If we have the first half of the Sefer, we at least have the intellectual knowledge to know what does that mean. So let's stop for a second and let's do everything in slow time. Right? If we'd be able to react slowly to things in life, we'd be okay. Problem is, when things are personal, things are emotional, everything moves much, much faster. We know that. We need to slow down. Become impersonal. Hmm? Count to ten. Count to ten. Count to 10. Even to count to ten takes talking, And then when you're counting to ten, let's... Let's go through the bittachon one to ten. So we have seven yisodos, but let's just work on let's just work on two of them. Now, to really work on this though, bittachon, and I expanded this last week and two weeks ago. We have to go back to emuna. Eventually, this process becomes when you do this again and again, it becomes just like driving. And I always tell over the, the story. I'm sure I said it in one of the early shirim because I remember this clearly that when I was. When my mother was sitting with me to, tr- to train me to drive, you know, 10 and 2, okay, rear view, side view, buckle, everything was so robotic, it felt, it felt weird, and you, it just everything was not smooth, and I remember exactly where I was, I don't remember how many hours, you know, they'll say 10,000 hours, right? At some point, my 10 and 2 position, it just went to the way that, you know, most people drive now, where the hand's like on like the one and a half, you know? Just like relaxed. It started, It just it went from robotic, I have to do exactly according to the rules, to then just, it was downloaded. It's now smooth. That's how all education is. All learning. That's why it's kolos, chalos, kashos. Everything's difficult at the beginning because you're learning. It's educational, it's robotic. T- t- but eventually, mikan ve'elich, erev mikan. right? It becomes sweet after that. It just, it flows. <clears throat> so when we're learning the sugya Amun and Bitachim, which are the biggest sugyas, at the beginning it's robotic. It is. And you need to have a checklist. You do. But if you do it enough times again and again and again, it becomes just natural. And then you're living a life of Amun Bitochen, rather than just being a student of Amun Abitachan, which is very good. To be a student of Amun Abitachan is, is the greatest, to be the greatest Talmud of all time. You're student of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. But to then be living it, right? To be the assistant teacher, right? The best in the class becomes the assistant teacher. That's already a different Madrega. So Amun, of course, we all know this, but sometimes until it's really downloaded. In, in the real sense, we need to go through it. So we have to go back to Amunah. And Amunah, of course, is HaKadosh Boho runs the world, and I really believe that. I really believe that. You have to work on that. You can't just say it. But then, step two. Step two is, this is what we added the past two weeks, and this was really going back to Shara Avodos Elohim of Chavos Avavos. I know I'm sorry I added this very late in the, in the game. Really, we should go back to everything. But let's download it now. So, part two between Amun and Mitacham is a very important Nakuda. I really believe a Kaddish Shpach runs the world. Really, really. Everything comes from him. Next step in the logic is well, then everything that I receive from my life this second, from my eyesight, from everything that I have, comes from him. If he runs the world, and I really, really believe that, so the next step in the progression is. Therefore, personally, he's giving it to me. This is where you could be personal. Well, we're going to talk about this. We have to learn to become personal with the Kaddish Baruchu and a little bit more impersonal with people. A little bit more. Okay? That's where we're going to trade out the personalness, whatever, with people. We're going to trade it in for being personal with the Kaddish Baruchu. So, how do you become personal? Right? Most people, the Muna, it's God created the world. They believe. The tree is from a Kaddish Baruch Hu, The sky is from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Every event, they believe it is from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. What, do I, what does that do with me? See, Chavu Zubos explains, well, if you just think about it one more step, well, if the sun is from a Kaddish Baruch Hu, then he's the one who's giving you heat right now. And he's giving you light right now. And all the air, the oxygen that's coming from the CO2 and the photosynthesis or whatever the process is, and all the air and the evaporation, and in my eyesight... That's a Kaddish Bible giving it to me right now. He didn't just, it's not just an impersonal God, right? Emunah is very impersonal with God. There is a God, I believe it. What's it to do with me? So Shah Vodos and then we'll see of course Sha'ar makes it a big change from an impersonal God to a personal God. Because everything that I have that's going into me, whoever I am, whatever I have, Lamaisa, for real, is from that loving God. Now there's a, now we have a now we have a connection. Says the chavas of us, and I'm repeating, but we have to keep repeating again and again. That enters into the system. So if there's input into a system, we know there has to be output. Right? Every system, if there's input, there has to be an equal and opposite output. Whose law is that? I don't know, Newton or something? Right? Chachmobagaim time. So what's the output? If I'm receiving everything from a Kaddish Baruch, who's giving me light, he's giving me health, he's giving me a wife and kids, and he's giving me spirituality. He's giving me a rebbe. He's giving me farm, He's giving me learning. He's giving me well, help. You gotta go to the other side also. One time, let me just finish off the thought, and we'll talk to the other side. So he's giving me all this stuff that's coming in. So what's the out? Well, I want to give to him. Very simple. It's the same exact thing. If he's giving me everything, I'm receiving from him. So I want to give to him. I want to kodesh baruch hu to receive from me. What comes in, the same thing. We want to give out. Yes? Very, very important. This is a big, major step that is lacking. This is the big difference between emunah, which everybody has. Everybody has it. And we want bitachon to get from emunah to bitachon. This is one of the most major factors, causes to help or to distance us from bitachon. So with that, we'll pause. What, What did you want to say? Mentioning emphatically everything, you know, he's doing for you. Uh, the same way Nachman, my favorite guy. Rabbi Tzaddik, yeah. <laughs> says, uh, you have to do that same strength on the other end. That it may not be all coming to you, and you still have to have the faith. Oh, okay. Still, uh, that is built off of when you recognize that everything that you do have comes from him. So even when you don't get, you now have the strength to realize, well, if, this, if, if God's giving me everything until now, and everything's good, so if he's not giving me, this is where it turns into bitachem. So if I'm not getting something, he probably has a good reason for that. Because he's you know, giving me everything until now. Now we have to go understand that. that that's tougher. That's, that's tougher than, you know, hey, everything is good. Correct. Up, this I'm is good. bitachem. So now, when things turn south, you know, that's a very difficult... Word. Welcome to Bitochem. That's Bitochem. But you build the strength. It's not just strength. You build because you have a proper way of seeing the world. Proper perspective. Emunah. Then we'll call it the input, which is called Sha'avot selokim of the Chavos HaVavos. And now, Kishem Shemavarech Al-Hatov, so Mishnah Pirkei Avot, uh, in, in, in Mishnah's Brachas, I always quote this again and again. The simplest and the biggest yesodas are all, we already read them a million times, we just didn't really download it. I'll start with the question. I'll start with the question. It says in the Mishnah, mevaruch mevaruch ha-ra. Just like you bless Hashem for the good, you should bless Him for the bad. Bless Hashem for the bad? It's the question everybody asks. How could you bless Hashem for the bad? How could you thank an enemy? How's How's that possible? How do you get to such a madriga? I believe it. Okay, everything's a God. I believe it. That's what a person's going through his head. Of course, I believe everything. God How do I do that? How do you get to that? I don't know. How do you get to it? And it's really just a muna, right? Well, God runs the world. We all believe that. Therefore, everything that happens, even Ra, quote unquote Ra, I believe it's from God. But how do I honestly I'm an honest person? How do I live the Mishnah? It says, it's clear. It's a Mishnah, Halacha. It's a Mishnah. And it's Berdan Shachnarh, pretty sure. Pretty sure it's Berdan Shachnar. It's a Mishnah. You have to bless, appreciate, you have to have a Muna for the best that everything is even when it's even when it's Ra. How do you do that? Now the answer is, of course, it's the world of Bitaq. But a very simple tool. Very, it's the simplest tool in, not the whole world, it's a very simple tool. You have to do it though. This is the key. This is the key to everything. You ready? I spoke about this before. What's the, what's the tool? I may know the tool. And it's already right in front of your eyes. And it's always, again, I'm going to tell you how your brain works, because our brains are sick, unfortunately, we have to work on it, we have to cleanse it up. But we see, just like I read, I'm going to give you a dimion. This is an agav point, but it's important to see. Just like when I read on page 161, right, and I read it in a way where the MS is low and the difficult things, the emotional things get very, very loud. And right? our brain did it automatically. You didn't ask for that. That's just the way it works. So, so too, sometimes we overemphasize the difficult parts, the parts that it's illogical and we, we skip over the logic and the answers to everything. What does the Mishnah in Brachos say? Kishem Just like you praise the Kaddish Baruch and you bless him for the good, bless him for the bad. So what's the tool to be able to handle the ra? Well, if you would spend enough time appreciating what you have that's good, blessing the Kaddish Baruch for the good, if you'd have real amunah, Every single thing that you have, all the tov, according to the way that your mavaracha, kaddish for the good, real, not just reading words in a sitter, which you'll get schar for, of course, but emotionally, you really are thankful for everything you have. And the more, the merrier. Every breath you take, you could praise a kaddish and everything else. Well, breath you really need a lot, but you understand. To the exact degree you thank him for the good, you will have the wherewithal to thank him for the ra. Because if you're thanking him for the good, for real, for real, that means you have a muna. You believe everything that's coming into your life is from him. And you can't trick the system. Are you really thankful or you're not? Each person has his own world. No one knows what's going on in someone else's world. Are you truly thankful or not truly thankful? Do you really believe it's coming from him? Or just, you got this thing and therefore you say, thank you, Hashem, like it's... You know, just words. Those words are good, but is it real? Did you, did, are you in on that? Are you thinking about that? For real, for real? Are you emotional about it? Right, not just mouth out. Again, that's good. But that's, that's, you don't live life from your mouth out. I mean, that's what's going on in the world. That's why there's destruction. You want to live life properly? Here. Here and here, of course. Not just this. Talk is cheap. Everybody knows that. It's a famous statement. It's been around since the Kaddish Bible created the world. Right? So if you have the real Amunah, the real Shavuot Rasulakim, where you're allowing the input in and you're feeling it, you're living it, and you praise the Kaddish Bible for the good, so even when it's not good, that's bitachim, you'll have the ability to even be Mavarachim Halara. Keshem Shavuot Hara is Shavuot but you need to go through the proper steps. If you go from I believe in a God to then how can I bless him for the bad? That's, that's, a difficult, that's a difficult journey. People can do it. It has happened. But it's not the appropriate way if you're learning and you're trying to have a process of a lee, of ascent, Right? There's is a, is a, a process here. If we'd stop... If we would stop uh, I've been talking about this a lot lately. I think it's, I think it's the MS. I hope it's the MS. Pretty sure it's the MS. Oh, first of all, I forgot. Lilo Nishmas, this year is... Lilo Nishmas, Rivka Basheim. Thank I think the Rosses is for uh, sponsoring. <clears throat> if... What was I just saying? I know, but I know. You were saying that you have said before... Oh, thank you. So thank you. So what I've been talking about lately... Is, it's an important point, I think, is that when we come to, let's say, tefillah, the tefillah is, is really the main headquarters, even though we should be doing, all, we should be doing tefillah all day long. Tefillah is the main headquarters where we're, this interaction is happening, where we are appreciating what you get, because all tavering is praising Al Kaddish Baruch thanking him. We run through it very often without really, you know, understanding what we're saying. Okay, we have to work on it. Tefillah is that place. Now, when it comes to tefillah, what has become for a lot of people, again, no rules and there's always exceptions, just is that tefillah is the time when a person asks Hakadosh Baruch for all of his wants and all of his needs, which of course is true. There's a, there is a very serious part of tefillah that, that that's what it's about. But if that's all that your tefillah has become, it's Blah blah, 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 blah blah I need Parnas. I need health. I need wealth. I need. this a person sick. True. All these things are true. Blah, 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 blah. If that, then we're missing. We're missing out on. Kishem shemavar All we're doing is talking about rah. I'm missing this. I'm missing this. I'm missing this. I'm missing. Tefillah is 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 down. Like you're going into davening. No positivity. It's all. This is what I'm lacking in my life. God help me out. Emuna, of course, hundred percent but we're not living with what we have. We're not really appreciating, we're not thinking, we're not thanking, we're not praising, we're just talking about what we don't have. If we would take more time, this is like, this is Modani, this is 101, this is Akar Satov 101. This is part of that gap that we have to fill from amuna to bitachim. If we would take more time in that world of Akar Satov, of praising the of thanking for real, for real, for each and every single thing you have. As much as you can. And even say it even if you don't mean it. Eventually you'll mean it. Now, you, now you're building a whole world of positivity, of confidence, of, of belief and trust in God. A very strong confidence in a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Because now you're saying everything that He's given you. Which is so much. Go back to... You can go back all the way till you're born. because Baruch Hu, you gave me life. 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago and you gave me the parents, and you gave me this. And you, do, can you imagine if you have 50, 60 years of arrears of, of tov, of chesed, of kindness of a Kodesh Not Nothing you're lacking, just only positive. Can you imagine bringing that into your now? How could you ever be sad another day in your life? Of course, there are tragedies, there are things that you built up with, with all the chas Hashem, but we often miss it because they are too busy dealing with the Kishem Shem Varecha What I don't have, what I don't have. It, I get, it's human logic. It's human. It's a lot of things. It's the Eitzah Hara. It's the ego. It's all this stuff. It has to be worked on. Has to be, we have to first, we got to put it in front of us. We need to put it down in front of us to see what's going on. Who would choose a life of Chisaron when he could ch- choose a life? You could choose Bechira, a life of, of being filled up. Why would we make that choice? Right? Everybody agrees? There's Bechira in this world? Basic is Bechira. Bechira doesn't mean like very simply, like do I want ice cream or not ice cream? That's, very, that's a low level. Bechira is, how do I want to approach this life? Do I see bracha? Do I see klala? Moshe Ben says, hey, look! I'm putting before you, bracha, klala. Your choice. It's your choice. It doesn't matter if you're the poorest guy in the world or if you're the richest guy in the world. You, both people could be living lives of klala or bracha. Depending on how they perceive things. So what do you want to live? How do you want to choose? Live a life of broth or a klal? It's our choice. This is really our choice. So why would anybody... And I've been talking about this, you sow it in different places with different people. Everybody's running after Simcha. We run after money, but it's, we want Simcha. We just want to be content and happy. So we run after all these things that we think will bring us the Simcha. Well, if I have enough money to just pay my bills and to, I don't need, I don't need massive amounts, but if I have enough money to pay, the, I'll be happy. And that's, that's really what we're trying to go for. So if that's true, that a lot of our life is running after Simcha, which Simcha is a very holy thing, if there's a Shemba Simcha, why would we make choices, these are very deep choices, to choose a life of Chisaron when we could choose a life of being filled up? We wouldn't have to run after a million things if we felt filled up. Of course, I'm not crazy. We need basics, obviously. But how do we go out to that, to those things that we need to do, the basics that we need to live with? Do we go feeling a total chisarom or filled up with the chas That's your choice. That's no one's gonna, no one can push you either way. And a person can say, yeah, but this is wrong, and this is wrong, and this, and that... That buddy, that's your choice, man. I get it. I get it. Everybody's got things that they could say. It's your choice. Right? Everybody's gone that route. Everybody's got excuses why they're not happy. Or you could just choose. Let's just go with the things that you can choose to be happy. I have this, and I have this, and I have this, and this. Each person, this is his own avoda. nobody knows between him and God. It's only between him and God. And if he would actually take that to a Kodesh Baruch he would do a lot better. Usually we just like, let it swirl around in our head. And this guy bothers me. He didn't, he didn't help me out. And this guy, what are you talking to these people for? Talk to a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Ultimately, all your lackings that you claim are lackings are from him. So go to him. Make it personal, but with God, you'll see it's not as bad. Because the Kodesh Baruch Hu doesn't say to you, "Oh, you've all these lackings, but but think one second. I hear you, son. I hear you. But what about? Listen, I gave you life today. But what about? I gave you this. What about? Right, if a person's honest and he's open, it's hard. It's very, it happens to be very hard because we have an ego and we have all these these deeper klipas. It's very hard." But a person would be honest for every tiny he has against the Kaddish Baruch Hu or another person but how did you even get a person harms you with money how did you even get the money in the first place to have that guy harm you You just it came from, from the trees Kaddish Baruch Hu gave it to you there's a lot of positivity that came before that but what happens when there's a black dot everything is just the black dot you forget about everything else this is a major, I guess maybe we'll have another week of this, because I don't think we're done. But it's a major part of the sugyu between a muna, which everybody has, and bitachim, what we're working on. You need this middle, the recognition, the input, that everything's coming from a Kaddish Baruch and then the ruts and the desire to then output, to give to a Kaddish Baruch to be a shliach Hashem, in the best possible way. In a filled way. Kaddish Baruch Hu has, has shluchim that have holes in them? Kaddish Baruch only chooses the best. Did you imagine a Kaddish Baruch choosing a, a shulich that's a low yutzlech? A Kaddish Baruch, a God, who knows everybody, he knows everything. He would choose a low yutzlech? No way. He only chooses people who are filled up. So everybody who's a shulich Hashem, if we're a Hashem, we're filled up. But sometimes he, he does give us the Bechir to choose. Do we feel filled up or we don't feel filled up? Kaddish Baruch says, you are full. You are. But is, I'm going to give you the Bechir to choose. If you feel that way, you don't feel that way. So we have to choose to feel that way. Yeah, some this is not just intellect, this has to take time to settle down, to come to terms with a lot of things. But to truly live Bitlaqam, for real for real, we 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 need this Nakuna. Alright, so we'll continue next week.